Hello, today I'm back at it in this series on industry impacts. Uh, this series will dive into the impacts of the tech on industry and industry's impact on tech. Uh, also the people impacting these changes and what this means to you. And in this episode, it's all about the education industry. So let's dive in. And to be quite honest, this one actually hits close to home as my kids have been hit with the technical challenges due to the pandemic's impact on schools and remote learning. And uh, this was highlighted in how quickly schools and universities were able to pivot to remote learning based on their tech ecosystems and uh, you know, whatever processes they had in place. And what we experienced at home was that, that each of my kids had a different method that their assignments were pushed out. Now, granted, our school's district uh, had the forethought to, to choose uh, a single environment or application for this, which was Google Classroom. Uh, but in reality, each teacher uh, was different in how they pushed out uh, the assignments. I'm talking from elementary on up to high school. Uh, so this made things difficult, not only for the kids, but for parents trying to assist them. So what can really be learned from all of this? To be frank, this screams out for the education system to be disrupted. Uh, you know, many colleges and schools around the world already had some remote learning courses available for, you know, on-demand learning or the occasional uh, disruption. But with this major disruption with the pandemic, you know, this is not really what I had in mind from a true disruption. It's really time for the education system to get schooled at tech. And so let's unpack that a bit. The difficult challenge with education and the industry here is that you know, each person learns differently. Not one size fits all. Many people have methods that allow them to learn and grasp things more easily, while others, these things might be a challenge. So ideally, personalized education is needed. Further, education needs to be more immersive, especially if we're in this remote learning settings that a lot of kids are in still. The Tech available is astounding. I mean, think about like uh, VR and, you know, mixed reality, holographic capabilities. Think, you know, Microsoft Mesh that was recently announced. Uh, this can make learning and sharing experiences really collaborative with students, despite having to be socially distanced. And, you know, what about automation? Uh, many schools have assessments and other testing tools that are all online, which can allow for automation to come and to assist here. Now, granted, some schools may already have a, a form of this and many automated things, but another layer to think about is infusing this automation with AI and machine learning. And this could be uh, helpful to account for variabilities in students and also educational rules and regulations that you know need to be factored in. But there's a cautionary tale here that some students might have you know special needs or assistance with that 
needs to be in place for their learning, uh, which really speaks still for the need of human involvement and interaction. With the specialized care, specialized education that exists, a lot of people are very well experienced in doing and handling all kinds of situations and different learning levels for students. You know, automation and AI aren't quite there, obviously, in many respects uh, as a replacement for this. But if properly implemented, they can be uh, really a big aid and help to a lot of educators. Uh, and what this can do is really elevate what educators can focus on, you know, focus on the student, focus on those uh areas that they really want to get across to the student and teaching them versus having to manage a lot of administrative tasks and so forth. Now, shifting a bit here, another angle to consider is STEM, which many of you probably have heard is you know, science, technology, engineering, and math, which is infused into a lot of educational institutions today, elementary on up. And what I really like about this is that many students are getting introduced to tech tools, capabilities, the possibilities of what tech can do, which is which is awesome. And overlaying, you know, science and tech, engineering and tech, uh, applicability and math. So it's really awesome to see that. And this infusing is, is happening everyday in schools where it's becoming more of a natural tool for learning and creativity. However, a big challenge here is that always doesn't translate to into the job force. Uh, many are seeing a jobs crisis in critical areas, which quite frankly speaks to a need for a better pathway to careers. I know there's a lot of wonderful um, career centers, and even in the high school level, they're transitioning uh, or have uh, options for high school students to take college courses. So hopefully that can be uh, somewhat of a pathway, but there needs to be a better translation between these technical areas um, into the job force. It is quite a controversial topic. I'm not going to dive into all that now, but something to keep in mind is that technology touches every area of work now. If you think about it, any type of work you do, doesn't matter. There's some sort of tech there involved. Uh, and this brings to light the need for schools and other educational institutions to promote maybe other ways of uh, getting students involved, like hackathons or boot camps, uh, as just a couple of examples to help maximize you know, opportunities for students to embrace tech. Because a lot of this stuff can be scary to some students, no matter the age. I mean, there's adults going back to school after, you know, putting certain areas of their life on hold because they could pursue their dreams for whatever reason. But now they're diving back in and they're running into these tech challenges that they're having to learn and adopt before they can really learn in, in the areas that they're wanting to go to school for. So where does this leave you? Well, the education industry is trying to come to grips on what technology to use. The tech industry is pushing the boundaries on what's possible. I mean, there's mind-blowing examples of tech out there. But it, what really needs to happen is a symbiotic relationship between these two areas of education and tech. In some respects, that's that's happening in many ways, but uh, there's still some major roadblocks out there because of different factors. Um, so what's my take on this? Obviously, education needs a disruption. 
this was really highlighted in the pandemic, but there's other areas that need to be disrupted. And in some cases, it's quite a fight. And this is due to many rules, regulations at the local, state, and federal levels. But I encourage you, don't quit. If you're a passionate educator and you're out there, keep fighting for your students and pushing the boundaries of what tech is available. Uh, and speaking of what some educators are becoming quite tech savvy, and they're turning to these low code, no code solutions that are available, creating amazing apps to help uh, their students interact with uh, what they're learning. Uh, now, another thing I have a take on is students today have grown up with tech, some sort of tech in their hands since they were small kids. Uh, I mean, it's crazy how much little toddlers can even interact. And yes, there's some pros and cons out there between the psychological impacts of technology with kids, but they're used to it now. It's a natural part of their life. So the educational tools need to catch up in some respects to become a more natural part to interact and learn with. In the next episode, I'll be back at it, uh, looking at the healthcare industry, telehealth, remote surgeries even, the impact of AI, and importantly, data protection. So stay tuned. And until then, 